it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Hello, and thank you, Hoosier fans, for tuning in to the Often Taunted Podcast with me, Burke White. I'm sitting here recording in my basement Sunday, um, just uh, sharing some of my thoughts following that Penn State recap. I wanted to uh, wait and record, so I had the bracket in hand, so I know who we played. Uh, Buckle up, we're going to talk about Penn State. The Indiana offense was just entirely lost in that first half. Couldn't get anything going. When you saw when Indiana's operating at its best, it's when they're playing through Trace and when they're able to get to the free throw line. In that first half, Trace got to the line, I think, one time, and he missed that free throw. It, it was Indiana's just inability to get there. Really, really hampered them. Picked it up in the second half, but man, we really had to take advantage of just the uh, lackluster shooting that a Penn State team who shoots the lights out, was giving. They really weren't shooting all that great. Lundy was shooting under par. Funk wasn't hidden. They gave us every chance to uh, stick with them, and we the Hoosiers couldn't take advantage of it. After that first half, you saw the Hoosiers just carry those woes. It's, it's just the scoring droughts came in droves, one after the other. When you thought the Hoosiers got through it, there was just another one coming down the line. In this game, the Hoosiers went 2 for 14 behind the three-point line. Indiana just, the entire backcourt was in a funk. Each man, each man, other than even Tamar Bates, oddly enough. But the Indiana backcourt in the first half was 3-for-17. 3-for-17. When Jalen goes cold, this we ain't got a shot if our offense to end these droughts is his mid-range. Because when he's cold, he's cold. It's March, guys. Time to be blunt. This is the team we got. Love the hell out of each of these guys. Love everything they've given to this program. But when Jalen's ice cold, he is ice cold. When he's hot, he's on fire. But, man, we need it. It's now or never. And 3 for 17 in that first half in tournament basketball, that, that's inexcusable by this Hoosier team. You need to find it. You need to find it. If you're going 3 for 17, guess what? Just make sure your next five attempts are just flying at the rim dunks because that's the only, like, just get there. Get there. After crawling back into this game, uh, Hoosiers brought it to 47-47, and you really thought that we seized the momentum that the uh, Penn State fatigue was going to finally rear its head. And again, the Nittany Lions were able to punch back, punch back in a way that the Hoosiers just weren't able to respond, which is such a shame because that was a Hoosier home game. The Nittany Lions have our number this year. No way around it. We saw, and I, it can't be said that it's entirely an effort thing, which, I mean, it seems like it's been at some points in this season, but because there were flashes of effort that really, really tried to bring this one close at the end. You saw it. It was just the entire intensity that Penn State was coming with that the Hoosiers were unable to match, which it, they need to match. They need to match. There's no way around the fact that they, they can't come out that they need to find a way to produce. They need to find somebody to go to when they... Well, they have them. They need to get Trace the ball. They need to get Trace the ball. When, when nobody else is working, Trace works. Trace works. And get, there's no excuse for not getting your All-American the ball. Guess what? If he's getting double-teamed, he'll find a way. He'll he'll figure it out. Or, I mean, he, he's also like our leading assist man. He's just, just get him the ball. Penn State's free-throw shooting was absolutely lights out. It was, it was uh, the free-throw shooting and just their rebounding efforts that carried them to the victory here. 
The Penn State Nittany Lions were able to get to the line 26 times thanks to uh, Big Ten officiating. I will say there were some bullcrap calls in that game. You can't blame officiating, but goddamn, if there's one conference you can't, you are darn near close to being able to. It's this one. Thank God we're done with them. Uh, we might have a few sprinkled in here and there, but we'll have some real refs there to uh, hold them accountable. 23 for 26 is damn near perfect, and the Nittany Lions also just outplayed the Hoosiers on the boards, 38 to 30. Jalen Pickett, we're going to go through the Penn State side before we talk about the Hoosiers a little bit more. Uh, Jalen Pickett played every bit like the all-Big Ten player he is, utilized every bit of the booty ball he had in him. <laughs> Scored 28 points, gouging the Indiana backcourt and switching off and gouging Race Thompson sometimes. Jalen added eight rebounds and four assists and would clown the Hoosiers in this game. He would. He too, Trace was too small in his book. And you know how you stop that? You shut him up by, by winning. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Hoosiers didn't get it done. Lundy was able to tack on an additional 16 points for Penn State, and he went eight for eight from the uh, free throw line. Just perfect. That guy at the line is just... Uh, that's a dreadful sight, but it but it really was Jalen Pickett. It's uh it's just experienced guards in March. It makes you shed a tear for just Xavier going down. It stinks. It stinks. He's not on this squad. I'm glad we might get him next year, but man, it would have been nice to have him to kind of uh throw out there and uh, give Jalen a little bit of that attitude right back. On to our guys, Trace Jackson Davis. Incredibly efficient day. Uh, went 11 for 14 in that Penn State game, ending his night with 24 points. 11 for 14. Extremely efficient. Unfortunately, the Hoosier offense was unable to uh, get him the ball nearly enough. I mean, he was able to get seven assists, but when when Trace, when all else fails, get it to Trace. Let's just take everything with him. He's the man. He's the one to uh, he's the one to go to at this point. I mean, what else have we got? It's March. Let's go to let's go to our. Biggest, most aggressive, best gun. Feed the monster. Feed the All-American. Only 14 attempts is just an absolute shame. And it isn't because Trace didn't take him. We need to get him the ball. Yes, he's getting double teamed. Yes, he's getting triple teamed. But he needs to get triple Get him the assist then. <laughs> just figure it out. Figure it out. Please, it's time to figure it out. You saw, you saw Trace. He wants to win. He wants to win. Worked down low, got 10 rebounds. It's just the rest of the Hoosiers. Not a single, like... We just couldn't find the production, which has been the story of so many of these games this season. This Hoosier team, their ceiling is is a national title. Their ceiling, when they're playing their best ball, they can win a title. I have so much faith in this team. These outings just really, really hurt. <laughs> really hurt that. Really, uh, really give you reason to doubt. But we can't. It's March. We're here. Time to roll with this team. So uh, a little more on them. Yeah, I mean, fourteen again, 14 just can't happen especially when you saw Penn State playing him softly because they couldn't foul him they didn't have the bodies to they were playing him softly he was able to get looks because of that and Indiana didn't look to take advantage of it he needs the help he needs product he needs reinforcements whether it's whether it's by seeking their own shots getting those shots converting those shots or just by getting him the ball he needs those reinforcements to support him like in this game Jalen Hood Shavino who has been such a support at times throughout this season he was just slow to get going, going one for five in the first half. It was just typical of the Hoosiers at large. And uh, from then, it just seemed like he was in for a cold night. I mean, he did get it going as the Hoosiers I mean, did get did whittle it down, did did get this game close. Get, they fought. They fought hard, but not hard enough. Not as hard as Penn State. 
Jalen ended his night with 11 points, four assists, and three rebounds. A day of mid mid range woes that in March when he's not hitting those right out the gate, how how many can we go to? A lot of these games, it seems like uh, Jalen, you you just know what you're gonna get within the first seven minutes. Love his game. He's a freak of nature. He's a lottery pick for it. And when he's on, he can be the dead one, the deadliest player in the country. Like he can be one of the deadliest players in the country. We need him to be if we have a shot at a title. Unfortunately, he just didn't bring it in this game, and that's why Penn State won. Not not him. No, I shouldn't say that. No, we needed support, and he was not able to find enough of it. It is a lot to ask of a freshman guard, but he's going to the NBA. It's it's fair to ask. It's fair. Race Thompson came out in this one uh, offensively, just much more characteristic of what he has done, what he's shown us for his whole tenure at Indiana. Just rose up, absolutely unreal alley oop, and he really, you really thought that he was shaking off the uh, just clunky manner he ended that uh, that last game with the Maryland game. Sorry, despite these uh, offensive flashes at times, Race really struggled to find his footing defensively. There, uh, Penn State found many an open shooter on the wing that was Race not keeping up with his man or Race not uh, talking properly. I mean, you saw it. You, it was it was visible in the tape, in, and in March, race race needs to start. Race needs to yes, he's he's the go to guy. Him and Trace, when they're working in tandem, when it's working, it's the best. It's irreplaceable. But in these times when when we're just getting out efforted, out rebound, out rebounded, um, I'm hoping here in March, now that we're onto the real dance, Mike Woodson might be quicker to turn to Malik. Because Malik is putting up some pretty crazy rebounding numbers in the few minutes he's given. No, no discredit to race. He got injured. He's playing back and he's contributing. But the liabilities defensively, when they're as when they're as egregious as they were in this Penn State game, we need to turn to Malik a little quicker. Here's hoping that Mike Woodson can make that decision. It is a tough decision to make because race deserves it. Race has worked so hard for so many years. He recommitted to Mike Woodson when when he took over the program. But but it's time for a banner run here, and we need to we need to use utilize every bullet we got. No no bullet left unspent. Nothing left in the chamber here. Trey Galloway ended his night with two points in this game, while well, going one for five from the field. Everything just seemed off for him on that end of the ball. He's an absolute killer in tr- transition, and just was unable to uh, really take advantage of it here. Credit Penn State for not allowing the Hoosiers to just run. And as far as his three point goes, he, I trust him as a shooter. He's a great three point shooter. After he reworked his shot in the offseason, he, he's put up nothing but results uh, from behind the line. So I, I have to hope he can shake it off and uh, we can find some uh, some outside production from our guard who stepped up and who is going to be so much better next year for it. Because he will be one of the leaders of this Indiana program. And I am glad that he's had this time. I would have loved to see Xavier com- have his time and Indiana have a little more competitive ball. But I'm glad Trey got it. Now that he has it, he had this whole season to prepare. It's time for March, time to put it all together, because when Trey has it all together, he's he's an absolutely great college basketball player. The energy he brings defensively feeds the offense. He's running. He is Indiana's motor at times. And, I mean, the production you see, when the motor's not running, Indiana's not, it's, it's, a, it's a detriment. Just, uh, yeah. Need Trey, have faith Trey can show up. In this Penn State game, you saw Miller Cop was slow to pull the trigger just throughout. Seemed to turn down three point after three three point opportunity after three point opportunity, looking to dish or take a mid range runner. Indiana's best offensive uh, opportunity, their uh, best percentage is trace down low. Always, always is. Um, unfortunately, we can't always get it to him. 
as much as I'd like to, as much as I just preached to. So when opportunities present themselves for Miller to cash in three points, we need to take them. You saw Trace getting visibly frustrated with just Miller's reluctancy to take it. That's why he's here. (laughs) That's why we got him. We got him for a March run where he's making shots. It's time to see a March run where Miller Cop is making shots. Let's go. After going 0 for 3 from deep in this game, I have to hope our boy can bounce back. He was playing some uh, pretty good defense. Um, I mean, there have been times where he he's had some lapses at times. We've all seen it. But he's re- he put it together and competently defended today. I mean, yes, he had one of the hardest. Uh, there was tons of times where he was matched up with Jalen. But what are you? Jalen Pickett is great. Jalen Pickett's great. Oh, last time I'm defending that because we need it. We need Miller to show up now. No other excuses. It's March. Lastly, the Indiana bench stepped up more so than our starters, honestly. If you look at Malik Renu and Tamar Bates, they both contributed. They both contributed. Malik Renu only had 12 minutes, but in that time, he was able to get up six points, going two for three from the field, and added six rebounds. Malik's finding a way to bang down low, and he's hauling in boards for it. Again, I'm hoping that Mike Woodson might be quicker to go to him when we need to uh, start turning it around on that end, when we need uh, effort. When, when we need to, uh, yeah, when we need to will something to happen. When we need to haul in a board to spark a transition bucket. Let's go to Malik. Tamar Bates stepped up, played some great defense. Especially down the wire that got the Hoosiers back into this. I mean, as as freaking impossible as it seemed, got the Hoosiers back into this. His offensive game seems to be coming back together now that it seems like he's recommitted himself on the defensive end. With 14 points going 6-for-12 from the field, you have to hope. I mean, if anything can come from this Penn State game, you have to hope it's confidence gained for Tamar Bates. We need his production off the bench. We need his production off the bench. I mean, heading into this season, we thought we could rely off on his production off the bench. Unfortunately, it's not the easiest to right now, but I, I choose to. I optimistically choose to. Tamar Bates is going to go off in this, <laughs> this NCAA tournament. I just choose to believe. And uh, I'm hoping these 14 points went a long way in helping them get there. All in all, I mean, what can you say about that loss? Dropping it to 77-73 to to Penn State. Second second loss to that team. And unfortunately, it looked different. I mean, last time I was just like, this team is shooting the lights out. There's nothing you can do if they show up like that. Penn State, as much as some people might want to tell themselves, they didn't shoot well in this. Indiana should have won that. Indiana needs to win games like this if we are going to win this game and this Kent State game. So, yeah, flush it because that's all you can do. We're on to the last games. We are on to the last games. Yeah, I'm, you guys all watched it. If, you, if you're listening to this show, you're a big enough fan that I'm sure you watched the game. You just saw a Indiana team show up cold and get run out of the run off the floor. With spurts of effort, they kept it closer than it should have been. And now it's time for your Showalter Fish of the Game. This is the show Walter Fish of the Game. Show Walter Fish of the Game goes to Trace Jackson Davis. Of course, it always does. It always will. It always will. It always will. It's his team. He's the only one that produced. Nobody else was able to help him. Um, except maybe tomorrow. Except maybe our bench. Yeah, oddly enough. So, uh, yeah, Show Walter Fish of the Game. Trace Jackson Davis. Your Show Walter Guppy of the Game. That goes to uh, the effort, the uh, show, the Hoosier who showed the most effort throughout this one. Uh, let's go ahead and give it to Malik. Six rebounds and twice as many minutes. That's effort. Malik Renew, 
Showalter Guppy the game. Right after this word from our sponsor, we'll be uh, getting into the Kent State draw. The often daunted podcast was at one time brought to you by the Big Hoosier from Butch's. Now, this Big Hoosier sandwich might be still around. I don't know if it is. It's been a while since I've seen it. Butch's was still around campus. But this sandwich is really good for, uh, like, these March losses, like this Penn State loss. I, I, I just remember my time at campus and think, after that Penn State loss, a Big Hoosier would have been great. It was just a disgusting, gargantuan monster of a sandwich. Uh, chicken strips, mozzarella sticks, cheese, french fries, just packed. Just packed. Just disgusting. A, a nice a nice sandwich to cry into. So, yeah. The, yeah. The Big Hoosier by Butch's. The, the Often Daunted podcast isn't brought to you by Butch's or any of if they're still around or not. Um, thank you. All right. Now, uh, usually I would get into Big Ten ball, but what is there to talk about? I mean, Purdue won, Purdue cut down nets. That's awesome. Good for them. Fun time for everyone in West Lafayette, including my brother. Shout out that little piece of shit. Actually, he's in Fort Lauderdale right now. I doubt he even watched the game. They call themselves fans, but who knows? So, yeah, now that, uh... Big Ten basketball's in the books. It's time for our matchup with the uh, number four Indiana Hoosiers drawing the number 13 Kent State Golden Flashes. The Golden Flashes are led by Rob Sendroff. They finished the season 28-6 and and just wrapped up with a win over Toledo in the MAC Championship. Ken Palm has them currently in the 71st spot as the uh, Golden Flashes are led by a crew of just veteran point guards, both seniors, which is a feature to be feared in March. If anybody's been watching long enough, the Hoosiers cannot afford to sleep on sleep uh, sleepwalk a game like they did against Penn State. This is the tournament; it's now or never. If they come out with any sense of cohesion like they did against Penn State, it it, it because oddly enough, this Kent State State team play, might play a lot like that uh, Penn State team, just guard play that dictates the game. Their star player is uh, Sincere Carey, what a name, and Malik Jacobs. Sincere leads the Golden Flashes with 17.6 points a game. And I, while I could just go through the rest of the team's stats a little more, I just want to be entirely blunt on this show. I want to be as clear as possible. If we lose this, th- th- that is such a failure. This is such a letdown. If Indiana wants to get back to bl- being the blue blood that I believe it is, they need to win this game. Trace is gone after this, guys. It's now or never. It's now or never to get this program back because... uh. As far as on, on our way back, we can be on our way back, but how, honestly, how, how are you going to build upon this if, if, if this is a first round out? We can't be losing to MAC teams in the big dance if you want to be a nationally recognized blue blood program in college basketball. Indiana spent all last season fighting tooth and nail, crawling back into the tournament, fought back into the tournament, won the play-in game, and then got tramped, just absolutely run out of the gym by St. Mary's. Ending the season... In my book, despite that loss, it, the season ended on a high note because we were there. We were playing tournament basketball for roughly like seven games before that, losing a lot of them. But it was tournament level like stakes. Every game was a bubble game, it seemed. And this year, the Hoosiers were firmly in. Firmly in. That's a positive. We need a better showing this year. This team, the, 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 the manner in which the Hoosiers got into the tournament, as firmly seated as they were when that first 12 or, yeah, first 16 came out they need to live up to that building when this indiana team is home and when this indiana team is operating their ceiling is a national title 
They're, this team can play national championship basketball. You've seen it. But they can also just show up with an entirely different personality, it seems. And there's just no more time for that. <laughs> there's just no time for that. I, I'm so... I, it's exhausting. It's exhausting loving this Indiana program team as much as so many of us do. But God, it's awesome. It's, it, it is awesome. We're here in March. Indiana's back to competing. Yeah, they let us down. But hey, guess what? I'm going to irrationally tell myself I'd rather get my losing out of the way now. I'm, I'm fully, fully on board for that loser talk. If you told me at the beginning of the season that Indiana was going to be a four seed, despite Xavier Johnson going down for the majority of the season, for the rest of the season, I, I, would, I would have signed that deal right away. I would take that every time. I would take that 12 times out of 10. But now that they're here, even with all the circumstances in the air, it's time to perform. It's do or die. The Hoosiers need Trace to just show up, honestly, because he's going to produce. They need Jalen to shine in the brightest moments. March is the brightest moments for a college player. Time to perform. They need the defense that at one time defined the core of this current team. Look at the roster. Those Indiana teams that, I mean, they, when they were younger, they were just defense. They were just defense. That's all we had. And at times, that's all you need. Here's hoping we see a recommitment to that defense and they have the pressure there the whole time. The golden flashes or whatever. Their shooters will, will need that backcourt pressure to get out there and close it out. Close it out on them and uh, not let them take advantage of, I think they shot 40% in the MAC championship. They can shoot. Lastly, the Hoosiers need to shoot. We need to find production anywhere. Tamar, here's hoping that that continues to snowball. That that could be so valuable to us. But again, when looking at this game, anything less than a victory is absolute failure. This is Trace's last game. Him going out with a loss to Kent State in the first round. The all-time Hoosier going out. <laughs> he is like the all-time Hoosier. He's up there. I mean, statistically, he's up there. Yes, we need the hardware. He needs the hardware. But he, he it starts with this victory. I would say, hey, let's spend an episode breaking down how the Hoosiers get there. But no, no, we're looking at this one game at a time because the Hoosiers can't afford to look at this anything, any way other than one game at a time. I don't even want to put that content in the in the stratosphere, in the out there in the open. Just they, they can't be looking ahead at all. It is Kent State. It is Kent State. It is Kent State. Everything is Kent State. We are going to whoop the shit out of Kent State. That That's how it has to be. That's how it has to be. So, Hoosier fans, you'll find me uh, Saturday morning here wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, be recording a victory podcast, hopefully. No, not hopefully. Of course I'm going to be recording a victory podcast because Trace Jackson Davis is going to come out of Man on Fire. Jalen Huchavino is going to find just unreal ways to produce for this squad. He's going to be hot as hell this entire tournament. Indiana's on its way to banner number six. I have faith that the potential of this team is there. It's there. It just takes six perfect games. Whoever wins this tournament, it takes six perfect games. It's the most open tournament it's been and possibly ever. There's probably never been a better year for a four seed to win it. Let's go do it. Let's just win the whole damn thing. But again, that starts with the golden flashes. <laughs> Lastly, before I get out of here, I wanted to give my uh, final four because I did look ahead just like that. Just to who I think is going to be in the final four. <clears throat> so this is the often daunted the official often taunted Final Four selections. So mark it in your bracket because this is definitely going to be it. These never, nobody's ever wrong, especially me. I got Indiana, Blind Faith always, of course. Alabama, Real Arizona. Yeah, of course you knew Alabama. Like that's a one seed. No surprise there. Real Arizona. Yes, Arizona doesn't perform in the tournament, but Miller's gone, and this team is that team is so good. <laughs> I may be still be I may still be reeling from that loss, but I they. Those Euro, those Euro kids ball. And your fourth pick, UCLA. Future Big Ten team. So if they also win the title, I am counting that towards a Big Ten title preemptively. 
Uh, I want to send my deepest last things on the tournament before I get out. I want to send my deepest regards. I want to send all my prayers out to the Rutgers fans. Um, it's just so unfortunate to see a team like Penn State just play their way into your spot in the big dance. That's just so painful. Psych. Oh, my God. Paul Psych. And my condolences to Hunter Dickinson for having to answer all the questions that come with just underperforming and landing in the NIT when you just are operating a three-ring circus out of your uh, PR team. Thoughts and prayers to him. Psych. (laughs) Got him. Oh, here's hoping you two represent the Big Ten well in the NIT. Thank you for listening to the Often Daunted podcast. Again, we're going to be just uh, check in here Saturday morning where I'll be pumping up a uh, victory podcast. Uh, it's time. It's time. It's March. It's here, people. Hug your loved ones. Hold them tight. Batten down the hatches. It's time to go. Thank you so much for listening to the Often Daunted podcast with me, Burke White. I record these after every game. This one, I did want to have a bracket in hand so I could talk about Kent State now that I know that who we got. If you like the show, uh, please subscribe. Uh, I guess it does help. Uh, leave a review. That does help me as well. If you have anything that you'd like to contribute to the Often Daunted podcast, uh, feel free to reach out to me at oftendaunted at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at oftendaunted. Thank you so much for giving me the listen. I have all the faith in the world that this Indiana team can do it because I've seen them play some of the greatest ball. I've seen them play some of the greatest ball. We are on to Kent State. We are taking down Kent State. Trace Jackson Davis is winning this first round game for us, and we're moving on. It's time for March. Let's go, Hoosiers. Luxac Veritas. Down with the golden flashes.